Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. In today's world, it's becoming nearly impossible to avoid toxic chemicals in our food. The standard American diet is filled with denatured, ultra-processed, and highly refined artificial foods that contain more chemicals and nutrients, and it is making us sick. The modern diet is linked to increased health risks such as obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. It's almost nearly impossible to avoid a lot of these chemicals. Not only has it saturated our food supply, it's in our air, it's in our soil, and it's in our water. But what we can do is control what we put into our bodies. And in this episode, I will share the steps that you will need to begin to take today to avoid these toxic chemicals that are found in your food and improve your health. The Journey to Healing Food Shopping Guide is your resource to making healthier food choices next time you go to the grocery store. Grab your copy today at HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Healing starts in the kitchen. Begin your journey to healing today. Go to HealthyShoppingHabits.com. Once again, that's HealthyShoppingHabits.com. One of the best ways to avoid toxic chemicals in your food is to choose whole, natural, minimally processed foods. As you may already know, our food system is saturated with processed food. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, also known as the USDA, defines a processed food as one that has undergone any changes to its natural state. That could be washing, cleaning, cutting, chopping, heating, cooking, canning, freezing. In those terms, just about everything we see in the supermarket can be classified as processed to some degree. But the ones that we really need to be careful of are the ultra processed foods. These are the foods that are heavy in toxic ingredients. And these are the ones that have been making us very sick. And it is the ultra processed foods that make up more than 70% of the packaged foods in the United States and represent about 60% of calories consumed by the average American. That is the key point that I need you to be aware of is that some foods are going to have some processing, but just try to find those foods that are as minimally processed as possible. So these include our fresh fruits and vegetables, our beef, poultry, seafood, dairy, and eggs. And these are the foods typically found in the perimeter of our grocery stores. So when you eat a variety of these foods, you'll begin to get more of the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants 
and healthy fats and carbohydrates that you need to be able to nourish your body and to protect you against disease. So by choosing these foods, you'll be avoiding a lot of those synthetic toxic chemicals commonly found in ultra processed foods, such as those food dyes and emulsifiers, which have a very negative effect on your health. Choosing organic foods is another way to avoid toxic chemicals in your food. Synthetic pesticides and fertilizers are commonly used in conventional farming to increase crop yields and protect against pests and diseases. However, these chemicals can have negative effects on your health, such as disrupting your hormones, causing neurological damage, and increasing your risk of cancer. Organic foods are grown without the use of synthetic pesticides, fertilizers, and genetically modified organisms, also known as GMOs. And GMOs are a major concern. They have been linked to a range of health problems, including allergies, digestive issues, and reproductive problems. It's estimated that up to 80% of all packaged foods include GMOs. More than 95% of animals used for meat and dairy in the United States eat GMO crops. If we were living in a sustainable environment, there were no chemicals, no toxins, Having to find organic food shouldn't be an issue if food was raised like it should be raised. However, we live in a world where organic food is now a necessity. It's something we have to seek out for, and we can't just trust anything that we see on our grocery shelves. But this is all about doing the best we can with the world we live in today. It's really sad that we have to choose between organic and non-organic foods when ideally, like I said before, it shouldn't be a choice. If it's raised correctly, if food was raised for health and not profit, it shouldn't be an option. But anyway, buying organic takes the guesswork out of knowing if a food contains harmful chemicals and GMOs. And supposedly the USDA prohibits products that are certified organic from having GMOs in them. So when you're shopping for your groceries, you can avoid these major toxic chemicals by buying certified organic foods or foods that have the non-GMO project verified label. And these products are pretty easy to spot. Just look for their symbol, the Monarch butterfly, and it says something like non-GMO verified. And regularly commercially raised food, there's 80 to 90% less nutrition. And in organic, there's about 40 to 60% less nutrition than there was in the 50s and 60s, but that's still 30 to 40% more. So you're still getting more nutrition when you eat organic fruits and vegetables. You're getting more vitamin C, you're getting more iron, you're getting more magnesium and phosphorus, and significantly less nitrates, heavy metals, and toxic chemicals that are found in the conventional crops. Local is more important than organic from, say, Argentina, because we don't really know how they're raising the food in Argentina. And also think about the amount of pollution that is created from flying it all over the country. And in order for the vegetable to not overripen by the time it leaves Argentina to the United States, they have to pick it when it's green. And if it hasn't matured, it's gonna have less nutrition. So it's best to buy something local, and it was harvested while it was ripe. And you can find a lot of these foods at your local farmer's market. 
Just Google farmers markets in your area and start to support your local farmers and farmers markets. By choosing organic foods, you can avoid these toxic chemicals and support sustainable farming practices. So while organic foods may be more expensive and in some cases hard to find, they are worth the investment in your health. When you buy packaged foods, make sure to read the labels carefully. By reading your labels, you can avoid these sources of toxic chemicals and make informed choices about the foods you eat. Simply look for foods that have a short list of ingredients that you can pronounce and recognize. And if you can't pronounce it, it's probably not good for you. And just keep in mind that the best foods typically don't require a label. An apple is an apple, a pear is a pear, and a banana is a banana. No label is required. Now, according to the Food and Drug Administration, there are more than 3,000 total substances currently being added into foods within the United States. I'm only going to share five, and I believe these five are some of the most harmful ones that you must avoid. The first one is MSG or monosodium glutamate, and this is found in 80% of processed foods. MSG is known to cause reactions such as rashes, headaches, heart palpitations, and depression. Hydrogenated oils are ingredients commonly found in nut butters, margarine, and fried foods, and these increase your risk of cancer and heart disease. The third one is high fructose corn syrup, and this is commonly found in candy, juice, and soda, and is highly linked to obesity. Number four, artificial sweeteners such as aspartame and sucralose are commonly known to cause headaches and migraines, and you will find these mostly in foods labeled as diet foods. And the fifth one, nitrates and nitrites, these are found in our deli and cured meats, and they're associated with cancer and Alzheimer's disease. And processed foods have tons of additives in them, and these are often processed forms of GMOs. And these include citric acid, dextrose, lecithins, xanthan gum, and lactic acid. And you probably already know this, but labels can be confusing and deceptive. Even labels on foods that are marketed as health foods. So here are a few examples of misleading labels and what they mean. A label that reads USDA organic contains 95% or more of ingredients which are grown and processed without synthetic fertilizers and pesticides. And then you'll see a label that reads made with organic ingredients. Now, these products contains a minimum of 70% of ingredients, which meets the standard mentioned in the USDA organic label. So when you see organic on the label, that doesn't mean much. You either have to look for it to say 100% organic or USDA organic. But when it says made with organic ingredients, 70% of the ingredients are organic. So what do you think the other 30% are? Right. More chemicals. And here are a couple more, sugar-free. A lot of people gravitate to that one. And what that means is they just replace table sugar with an artificial sweetener, 
which in my opinion is worse than table sugar. So when you see sugar-free, you'll probably see something like sucralose or aspartame on the label. And then there's fat-free. Fat-free does not mean healthy. Fat-free usually means it's higher in chemicals and sugar. The list goes on and on. There's so many others, but off the top of my head, low calorie, calorie free, plant-based, all natural, cage-free. These are all very deceptive labels, but you have to look at the ingredients to really know what's going on and research this stuff. I also have an online course. It's a course about processed foods and what you really need to know and look for. So it goes a lot more into detail about where these foods are found, what they're called and the health issues that they cause. So it's very important that you become aware of this and know what's out there, but also know that it's just easier to follow this simple rule. If you don't know what the ingredient is and you can't pronounce it, just walk away. Just walk away. I also have the food shopping guide and also in episodes 18 and 20, I talk more about modern food and how it can destroy our health. So be aware that I have other resources if you want to learn more about this particular topic. Okay, so it's in the show notes, so make sure you look into that. Cooking at home is a great way to avoid toxic chemicals in your food. When you cook at home, you have control over the ingredients you use and can avoid the synthetic chemicals commonly found in restaurant and fast food meals. When you cook at home, there is more work involved, but it is worth it. You don't have to figure this out all at once. You don't have to figure this out overnight. It's a process. I'm still learning how to improve and systemize a lot of these things as well. But I can tell you cooking at home is one of the most rewarding things that I have found in my journey. And I am always looking for new ways to prepare things and change a lot of my favorite foods into healthier options. So don't think you have to be a chef overnight, really keep it simple, but just know that the reasons why you should start cooking at home is what's going to motivate you to take that time to cook at home. And that main reason is to reduce your exposure to harmful chemicals. A home-cooked meal has many benefits, including healthier ingredients and fewer processed foods. But there's another reason to avoid eating out all the time. Preparing meals at home can reduce your exposure to harmful PFAS chemicals. PFAS stands for per and polyfluoral alkyl substances. These are a group of chemicals used to make floral polymer coatings and products that resist heat, oil, stains, grease, and water. Floral polymer coatings can be in a variety of products, and these include clothing, furniture, adhesives, food packaging, heat-resistant nonstick cooking surfaces, and the insulation of electrical wire. Many PFAS are a concern because they do not break down in the environment. That's why they're also known as forever chemicals. They also move through soils and contaminate drinking water sources, and they build up in fish and wildlife. 
PFAS are global pollutants that threaten the health of people and wildlife and have been linked to cancer, thyroid disease, immune suppression, and infertility. So that's the main reason why you should cook at home because a lot of this packaging is contaminated with chemicals. And also make sure you have the tools that are safe to use at home. For example, stainless steel and cast iron pans are better to use instead of nonstick cookware. And when you're microwaving, use glass containers because when you use plastic, a lot of those plastic containers contain a lot of chemicals. So not only are we worried about chemicals in our food, a lot of chemicals are in the storage of food, in the plastics, in the cans, and in the bags. So cooking at home and buying whole foods eliminate the use of these toxic packages. So I know there's a lot to this. There's always something, but this is why I don't want you to get overwhelmed and try to do all these things overnight, but do the best you can. It's about progress and not perfection and done is better than perfect. So be sure you start somewhere. Don't be afraid to modify your recipes using healthy ingredients. And instead of frying your foods, choose to steam, bake, grill, or boil your foods. And of course, finally, this may be obvious, thoroughly wash your fruits and vegetables and cook your meat, fish, and poultry thoroughly. Cooking at home is not just healthier, it is also more affordable and can be an enjoyable way to experiment with new recipes and connect with your family. And finally, growing your own food is the ultimate way to avoid toxic chemicals in food. When you grow your own food, you know exactly what goes into it and can ensure that it's grown without synthetic pesticides and fertilizers. Even if you don't have a lot of space, you can grow herbs and vegetables in containers on a balcony or a windowsill. Growing your own food is so rewarding. I started doing this last year and I'm still learning. <laughs> it is a lot to it, but I'm enjoying learning how to grow my own food. And growing your own food helps you connect with nature. And that alone helps to improve your health. And in addition to avoiding toxic chemicals, homegrown fruits and vegetables are often more flavorful and nutrient dense than store-bought produce. Plus gardening is a great way to get exercise and reduce stress. I have found gardening to be very therapeutic. Even last year, I didn't really have a successful harvest. I think I may have gotten a half a dozen okra, two cucumbers, two watermelons. <laughs> it wasn't successful. It was my first year gardening. And plus last year was pretty hot, but it was still rewarding to learn. So I'm going for it again this year, and I'm hoping with a little bit more experience, I'll be more successful, but I'm enjoying the process and I encourage you to do the same. This is not to overwhelm you. You don't have to do everything on the list, but if you can just start to embrace and start to adopt one or two of these, you will start to feel better as you reduce your toxic exposure. So there you have it. By embracing these five steps, you can avoid toxic chemicals in your food and improve your health. Remember, food is meant to nourish our bodies and provide us with the nutrients we need to thrive. 
And you do this by choosing whole, natural, minimally processed foods, buying organic, reading labels, cooking at home, and growing your own food. By applying these steps, you can take control of your health and live a healthier, happier life. Well, that is it for today. And until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again. And we'll continue the journey next week.